Hi, this is Tamsin McDonough. You're listening to The Quad, a Killjoys podcast. You're listening to The Quad, a Killjoys podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Annie. And I'm Stephanie. We are talking about the series finale of Killjoy's Last Dance. While we will talk about anything and everything from that episode, there, of course, won't be any spoilers for future episodes, because there aren't any. This was the last one. (sighs) So let's get started with our reviews. I loved this finale. It was just so... There were so many character moments for our supporting characters for our lead trio and you know so many like sentimental things even the fights were sentimental between Klein and Dutch and uh, just to have them end with the trio going out and going on to further adventures it just made me so happy and so much was going on you know Pip was back and fights here fights there and Oh, anyway, but just last kisses, last green green queens moments, everything. I loved it. What about you, Chris? How many times did you cry? (laughs) (laughs) I cried watching the end of the episode, and I watched the episode twice. So, twice. (laughs) Um, And just sort of, like, constantly almost crying since I watched it the first time, because I am, I, I tweeted earlier today that I am deep in my Killjoys feelings. <laughs> am, am I using that phrase correctly, kids? I, I think so. I don't so. know. I yep. think so. Yep. I think so. I'm, I'm not young enough or cool enough to know. But anyway, I also really, really loved this episode. It was so satisfying as a series finale. And I just, I'm just delighted. <laughs> by this episode and i i just i'm i'm so grateful that it ended this way and thank you michelle lavretta and i just i i have a lot of feelings a lot of warm and fuzzy feelings warm and fuzzy like a jacoby sweater <laughs> <laughs> and i just i just i'm so i'm so pleased that it ended this way and that we have all of our main characters still. They're still out there doing their thing. Green Queens doing their thing. Being, like, kind of evil, but pointed at people who are more evil, so it's okay. <laughs> and, you know, Johnny's going off to do his thing, but that's okay, because he's going to come back. And uh, I just... I just have a lot of feelings. <sighs> what do you think, Stephanie? I'm with both of you. I really liked this finale. It might be my favorite finale I have ever seen, at least that I can remember. And it's capping off a final season that I also really enjoyed, which is feels rarer these days. I can think of several shows where I liked the final episode pretty well, but the last season was kind of... But I liked this last season, and I liked this last episode a whole lot. And I think in addition to what y'all were saying about allowing for happy endings and just feeling really satisfying. You know, I I loved that we had so many elements that we'd kind of seen along the way in this series be brought back again and be included. So it kind of feels like 
in a way, we've returned to the beginning of the series, but it's also, it's new. Like, they've clearly gone through a journey and they're at a new place, but it kind of feels like, oh, in a way, we, we went back to the beginning in a, in kind of a nice, sentimental way. And it was just really great. I really liked this finale a lot. My only, I think, complaint is maybe too strong, but I, I do wish that Pre and Turin and Garrod and the Warden could have been a little more involved in the actual fight against the lady. They were in the episode, which is great, so I'm glad we got to see them in the, this last time, but I do wish they could have been a little bit more involved in the fighting. But that's like my one complaint. Everything else, golden. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I have mixed feelings because it's one of those things where I'm really pleased that they focused on the main team. Sure, yeah. So yeah, it's like maybe maybe if the episode had been like an hour and a half long instead mm-hmm. of an hour. <laughs> yeah, that was just my thought. Had a little more of the the secondary characters that would have been good, but yeah. I would have taken even if they had just been on like Lucy and held down the fort while Zeph went onto the the ship to find Pip. Like, I would have been good with that, but it's fine. It's not a big deal. Again, at least they were here in this episode, and we do have a lot. We have a big ensemble cast here, so I do feel like the characters that they focused on are the ones that I really wanted to see a nice, uh, more thorough kind of end to their story. I did, of course, love that shot at the beginning where they're all up on the hill, and... Tap my heart. Every time that was said, it just made me happy sigh. I've actually started saying that. I said that to people and I realized, wait a minute, they probably have no idea what that's in reference to. But I feel like (laughs) that the sentiment you're trying to convey works with that phrase, even if people have never heard that phrase before. Yeah. I do. I do like it. I feel like if I ever have cause to say it, I totally will. But yeah, that's not really something that I, uh, that I go to. It is, it's, it's basically like, you know, cross my heart. Mm-hmm. So I, I do feel like people should comprehend what it is you're, yeah. you're getting at. And I wasn't a Girl Scout, so I can't say Scout's Honor. <laughs> that's meaningless, but tap my heart. I mean, that has a lot of you meaning You could say to me. it. It would be a lie. It would be meaningless, but you could say it. <laughs> Speaking of lies, I really liked that beginning montage with Klein's voiceover. I thought that was a really great way to begin the episode. It was. It was real nice. I did, well, it was kind of appropriate that it was with Klein, but at the same time a little surprising that it wasn't like, say, Dutch doing a voiceover. But then again, Klein is the storyteller. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it was really, I thought, a nice arc between him and Dutch, where we saw her standing up for herself and pushing back against him and the way that she grew up because of him, but it it didn't end in an antagonistic place between the two of them, even though they fought and she stabbed them. The show is complicated, <laughs> but... <laughs> Got a little stabby. And lovingly. She stabbed him lovingly. She stabbed him <laughs> lovingly. And she didn't kill him. No. I And he's on a black root chip, right? Just kind of out there doing his yeah. kind thing. I like that, mm-hmm. the idea that... He's still a presence here. And he, I thought, had a, it was a really nice way to, I, I think it's not that Klein had been unredeemed in the past, but he was still a much more gray character. But this season, having him be human, I think really helped clarify him as a person and, and maybe redeem him a bit from how he was presented at the beginning of the series. Okay. Since, since you brought up the final scene of Klein, just as an FYI, I saw that Michelle Lavretta on Twitter 
said that what he was looking at in the distance, where he's headed, he's going back to the 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 so-called pulsar that Yelena's on. He's going back to get oh, his wife. Oh, I missed that. They're going that. to reunite finally. Oh, yeah, yay. I was like I saw that and I was like, "Oh, isn't isn't that great?" That is great. Mm-hmm. And I like that it's sort of subtly in there. But also, I appreciate that I follow Michelle Leverett on Twitter so I could find out that that's what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> and I did appreciate some of the less subtle references to things in the history of the show. Like, I liked how the, the shield around Arkin came back into play to trap the lady down on the planet. Like, oh, that was brilliant. Way to go, Dutch. Not that I should expect... So smart, so good. Not that I should expect any less, but still, such a smart move. And then... I think what I really, it didn't kind of dawn on me, and I don't know if this was intentional, but I like the fact that Delsea, she has that comment to Pre that now that he's governor, he can help resettle the Westerlands on Leith before they could kind of return home. And it reminded me of the fact that, you know, back in season one, they established that that was kind of the promise of the quad, right? You had so many generations on Westerly, and then the family gets to move to Leith to kind of move up in the system. So I thought it was kind of maybe a, a nod back to that. Seven? Is it seven? I think it's seven, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's either like seven or nine, but I'm blanking on the exact number. I'm pretty sure it's seven. There you go. Seven's a good number. Shall we talk about the Green Queens? I know you guys want to talk about the Green Queens. <laughs> uh, so evil till the end, yet so, I don't know, alluring in their evilness <laughs> when it's pointed in the right direction. Well, <laughs> it doesn't hurt that they were half naked at the end. That does make them even more yeah. alluring. But <laughs> <laughs> But they were so sweet and violent together. <laughs> With, I, it was mostly really... threats of violence. True, yes. Not actual carried out violence. It doesn't count. I know. The only person who got cut when, in the scenes with the two of them was Anila and she healed. So, <laughs> But I thought it was so sweet, that scene where Anila was proposing trying to make Delsea Hull it again because it, you know it's just it was so respectful and then weird threats of burning worlds in her honor and it was just so <laughs> perfect for the two of them but i did get kind of emotional and like weirdly romantic in exactly this specific way that those two are romantic it, yes mm-hmm. it was so good so romantic so violent so fun <laughs> I was watching it and i'm like why do i like this so much she's starting to <laughs> yeah, destroy yeah. people <laughs> That's how I feel every time they're on screen together. Like, I feel like I shouldn't be enjoying this pair so much, but they're so enjoyable, and I want them to <laughs> be together. And they are. Uh, let us not forget the importance of Green Queens and Garrett and Pre having a happy ending. Uh. Garrett was a particularly happy. <laughs> <laughs> I made it, Pa! <laughs> Top of the world! <sighs> but like you alluded to, Chris, I love that they found just, like, the perfect way to use Dalsea and Anila, where, like, yeah, they're evil and they're threatening, but they're threatening the Crushies, and who cares about them? They're awful people, they deserve to be threatened. That was a great place to put them. They're, they're awful, and they deserve to be threatened, and they're kind of dumb, kind of clueless. <laughs> and so having Dulcea and Anila being also kind of evil, but evil with good intent, <laughs> and knowing what's going on, just it, it feels so right. <sighs> and I'm like, how did, how did you pull this trick off, show? Because 
Normally, I'm I'm not into this at all, but so into it right now. <laughs> I know. Me too. I'm I'm the same way. I'm not usually into like the evil romance thing, but I'm really into Delzea and Anila. They're great. You almost forget that they're evil until those threats of violence come up again, and then you're like, oh, oh, yeah. oh my. Oh, yeah, they could still literally just skin you alive. Okay. Really? You forget they're evil? <laughs> well, the, in their <laughs> alluringness, in their beauty, no, I I said almost. Well, okay. Yeah. I was just because wondering, I'm enjoying them so much, you know? This is fair. And they've done such a good job incorporating them into, like, the extended family of the show, particularly through... This is true. ...through Jack and that relationship, that that weird relationship Delsea formed with Davin, and, you know, Anila comes and kind of saves the day on the ship when they come to face the Holland and calls him Little Bear, and it's like, yeah! <laughs> I got kind of weirdly emotional at the end of that scene when Davin was like, you good, Anila? Like, he was checking in to make sure she was okay before they left her by herself. And I was yeah. just like, this is, hmm. I'm just, I'm I weirdly emotional about it. Like, it's kind of sweet. But mm-hmm. of course, Davin would do that because he's Davin. And I feel like it I was really- I love everybody so much, you guys. And I feel like it was great that that was like a heroic moment for Anila. Because I feel like so often in the past when she showed up at the big fight, you're like, oh, crap. You know? <laughs> Things just went really wrong. So this was a nice new context for her. Like, yay, Anila's here. Things are going to be okay. Because she's going to kill the people who need to be killed. That sounds so wrong. (laughs) Don't kill people, kids. Just the evil people get to kill people. And speaking of not killing people, I do actually quite like that they didn't fully kill the lady. Like, they killed her her bad evil alien body but she's still alive as a human in one of the glass cubes and is maybe being treated more like a normal girl <laughs> by my client in dutch than than dutch was i thought that was a really cool unexpected way to tie up her storyline i would say resolve because nothing really was resolved it just was it reached a new what's the word i'm looking for it just reached a new stage i guess mm-hmm mm-hmm I feel like this finale was sort of like, it was a a closure without a conclusion, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we've got all of our our main people, like, there's a nice little button on their storylines. But, you know, the episode ends with our core still fighting. We've got them going out and having new adventures in our imaginations. And I really enjoy the fact that that's the way that the series ended rather than trying to make it seem very final. Mm -hmm. Cause like they, they solved the major threat that the lady posed, but of course there's still like residual traces of that, that they have to clean up now. So with the new level six of the rack with the newly reformed rack. I love that part too. Yep. Uh, Yep. Anytime they said, Tap my heart and heart to chest, or fist, fist to chest. chest, yeah, fist to chest, and I was like, oh, fist to heart, and then right? fist to heart, yeah, no, but there was many a happy sigh for me with that hug between Dutch and the boys after she got back from the cube with the beautiful slow mo and the smoke, and uh, and then there was a lot of see, I didn't cry, but there was a lot of fist pumping on my end, you know. Especially at the end, with that last line that Dutch has. I love that she has the last line. 
which again, from following Loretta on Twitter, actually, I think it was maybe an interview that she did. That was actually the last scene they filmed, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's nice. So I'm glad mm-hmm. it happened that way for them. But yeah, it was nice having that reunion between our core three when they got back to the prison ship, when Dutch got back to the prison ship. And then I loved the each little individual concluding scenes. And I, I really love that Dutch and Johnny got their own last mm-hmm. scene together where the, I, that was where I, I totally cried was because Dutch got so sad, but she was being so no. loving and generous and they love each other. And I know they're going to come back together if they can. And then the more light, mm. the more lighthearted, but still very satisfying moment when Dutch told Davin that she loved him, but not to make a big deal out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so wonderful. So in character. <laughs> oh, and Lucy. We can't forget Lucy choosing Johnny. Of course she did. <laughs> and she's got a spiffy new cloak and it tickles. <laughs> you know, I was a little ho- hopeful to, that we'd maybe see Lucy again, but she didn't pop up once Lucy came back. But what happened to the baby? What happened to their baby? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just assuming that, that Johnny is carrying her around in his pocket. Yeah, I think yeah. so, too. I love this show so much. Well, I certainly feel like I want to do a rewatch, because you know what? now we know that we're, we're sliding toward a really good ending. But I just am, I can't express how much I really love this finale. It was so good. Okay, I thought y'all might respond, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're just over here going, "Ah, happy, satisfied sighs. We're just speechless. It's it's true. I'm I'm just I'm I'm so emotional. I can't speak. Apparently, we'd love to hear your thoughts about this series finale of Killjoys. You can send them to us at killjoys at askgenretv.com. We also love getting voice messages, which you can send to us in a couple of ways. Record a voice memo on your smartphone and email it to us, or call our listener voicemail line at 972-514-7223. Follow us on Twitter or Tumblr at Killjoys Podcast. The Quad is part of the Ask Genre TV family of podcasts, to find our other podcasts about Lost Girl, Orphan Black, and some other shows, visit our website, askgenretv.com. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you in the quad.